welcome to day 16. I'm glad you're here. We're going to start with Luke 13, 1 through 17. Alright, let's get into it. Now on this same occasion, there were some present who reported to him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. And Jesus said to them, Do you suppose that these Galileans were greater sinners than all other Galileans because they suffered this fate? I tell you no, but unless you repent, you will all, all likewise perish. Or do you suppose that those 18 on whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them were worse culprits than all the men who lived in Jerusalem? I tell you no. But unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. And he began telling this parable. A man had a fig tree which had been planted in his vineyard, and he came looking for fruit on it and did not find any. And he said to the vineyard keeper, Behold, for three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree without finding any. Cut it down. Why does it even use up the ground? And he answered and said to him, Let it alone, sir, for this year too, until I dig around it and put in fertilizer. And if it bears fruit next year, fine, but if not, cut it down. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and there was a woman who for 18 years had had a sickness caused by a spirit. And she was bent double and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said to her, Woman, you are freed from your sickness. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made erect again and began glorifying God. But the synagogue official, indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, began saying to the crowd in response, There are six days in which work should be done. So come during them and be healed, and not on the Sabbath. But the Lord answered him and said, You hypocrites, does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the stall and lead him away to water him? And this woman, a daughter of Abraham as she is, whom Satan has bound for eighteen long years, should she not have been released from this bond on the Sabbath? As he said this, all his opponents were being humiliated and the entire crowd was rejoicing over all the glorious things being done by him. Our next reading is Genesis 23. Death and Burial of Sarah Now Sarah lived 127 years. These were the years of the life of Sarah. Sarah died in Kirath Arab, uh, Kiriath Araba, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abraham went in to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. Then Abraham rose from before his dead and spoke to the sons of Heth, saying, I am a stranger and a sojourner among you. Give me a burial set among you, that I may bury my dead out of my sight. The sons of Heth answered Abraham, saying to him, Hear us, my lord, you are a mighty prince among us. Bury your dead in the choicest of our graves. 
None of us will refuse you his grave for burying your dead. So Abraham rose and bowed to the people of the land, the sons of Heth, and he spoke with them, saying, If it is your wish for me to bury my dead out of my sight, hear me, and approach Ephron, the son of Zahor, for me, that he may give me the cave of Machpelah, which he owns, which is at the end of his field. For the full price, let him give it to me in your presence for a burial site. Now Ephron was sitting among the sons of Heth, and Ephron the Hittite answered Abraham in the hearing of the sons of Heth, even all of who went in at the gate of his city, saying, No, my lord, hear me. I give you the field, and I give you the cave that is in it. In the presence of the sons of my people, I give it to you. Bury your dead. And Abraham bowed before the people of the land. He spoke to Ephron in the hearing of the people of the land, saying, if you will only please listen to me, I will give the price of the field, accept it from me, that I may bury my dead there. Then Ephron answered Abraham, saying to him, My lord, listen to me. A piece of land worth four hundred shekels of silver, what is that between me and you? So bury your dead. Abraham listened to Ephron, and Abraham weighed out for Ephron the silver, which he had named in the hearing of the sons of Heth, four hundred shekels of silver commercial standard. So Ephron's field, which was in Machpelah, which faced Mamre, the field and cave which was in it, and all the trees which were in the field that were within all the confines of its borders, were deeded over to Abraham for a possession in the presence of the son of Heth, before all who went in at the gate of his city. After this, Abraham buried Sarah, his wife, in the cave of the field at Machpelah, facing Mamre, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. So the field and the cave that is in it were deeded over to Abraham for a burial site by the sons of Heth. Our last reading is Psalm 16, the Lord, the psalmist's portion in life and deliverer in death. A miktam of David. Preserve me, O Lord, for I take refuge in you. I said to the Lord, You are my Lord, and I have no good besides you. As for the saints who are in the earth, they are the majestic ones in whom is all my delight. The sorrows of those who have bartered for another God will be multiplied. I shall not pour out their drink offering upon offerings of blood, nor will I take their names upon my lips. The Lord is the portion of my inheritance and my cup. You support my lot. The lines that have fallen to me in pleasant places. Indeed, my heritage is beautiful to me. I will bless the Lord who has counseled me. Indeed, my mind instructs me in the night. I have set the Lord continually before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also will dwell securely. For you will not abandon my soul to shale, nor will you allow your Holy One to undergo decay. You will make known to me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. In your right hand there are pleasures forever. And that's the end of day 16. Let me pray for you. 
Lord, thank you for meeting us. Whenever we ask you, you are in our presence, Lord, and that is such a gift. Something that I don't even think I myself really completely understand. I can't wait to be in your presence and to be made completely whole. I thank you for all of the wisdom that's in your word. And I pray that you will show me even more. Give me an understanding that's way beyond anything that I've ever had. Bless this time that we've been together, Lord. I pray for the people that hear this. I pray that you will help them to be encouraged by something within your word, Lord, that is just for them. And help us to remember that every day is holy in your eyes. Every moment is holy in your eyes. Because we don't, we don't escape you. We aren't, we aren't cut off from you. That you are with us all. Always, all we have to do is seek, is to try to find you, to ask for you, to ask for you to go before us, to ask for you to be in the moment, and to ask for you to take the rest of whatever that we're dealing with. Help us to remember to be thankful, Father. Help us to remember to be kind to each other and to ourselves. In Jesus' name, amen. See you tomorrow.